0: The Way Up North podcast is supported by Wooden Banana. Wooden Banana has delivered personalized wooden packaging for photographers since 2014 and has since connected with thousands of photographers from around the world. Their handmade wooden products range from CD and print boxes through to custom USBs, all individually engraved with your branding, giving your client delivery the love it deserves no matter where you are in the world. Wooden Banana has partnered with Way Up North for three events in a row, is offering a 10% discount on all their products using the purchasing code 110. So give them a look at woodenbanana.com or follow their store and Instagram via the hashtag woodenbanana. All right, here we go. Today is the fifth conversation out of 10 leading up to Way Up North 2016 in Stockholm, Sweden. The talks are hosted by Swedish photographer Jenny Hamar, and today she sits down with Sarah Byrne. If Sarah Byrne is new to you, there's a lot to share. She's come a long ways from her roots in Idaho, becoming a jet-setting traveler who now calls Portland home. Sarah opens up in this conversation about a separation from her partner thinking two steps ahead with her business, and how a somewhat shy person deals with the real world and being present versus her enormous online popularity. She even ends up chatting about her bubbly parents. Some people seem to have no limits with what they can do, and for me, that's Sarah. She's remarkably talented, clever, and grounded, and if you don't know her, by the end of this hour, you surely will. So here we go, recorded in June 2016. This is Jenny Hamar and Sarah Byrne.
1: anything or okay. all right don't worry don't worry it's made for like singing and recording <laughs> stuff so I'd, if it was I don't know if it, if it was just like plugged into his computer I'd grab it
2: yeah no don't worry about it actually that's okay, this cool. thing too is like the super professional and I couldn't get it to work so I'm like I'm not even gonna <laughs> okay, like make their equipment um okay so um yeah so basically we'll just get started with our little Perfect. conversation, great. <laughs> okay. How are so? Are you? How are you affiliated with them? Um, so I'm a photographer in Sweden. Um, oh, cool. I know them because we're colleagues, and we um, we do things together. We like refer each other some work, and like it's meet cool. up from time to time. And so, and a couple of uh, photographers that I know really well are also going to speak at the events coming up at Way Up North. So. Uh-huh. We know together um, Erica Jademark. She's one of the speakers, too. Cool. um, Yeah. So I was really excited when they asked me to do this because, like, it's such a great way to get to know the photographers. And, like, just even doing a little bit of background research on everyone is, like, has been super fun. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> <they're bad. laughs> See what I dig up? No. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, Sarah Byrne. Is that how you say yes. your name? Byrne. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, most people say it wrong, so good job. Well, good. We're off to a good start. Yes, we are. <laughs> so, um, you're in Portland. I'm in Sweden. Uh-huh. Different sides of the world. Very different. This is so cool. I love I'm so excited Canada. to come to Sweden. I've never been there. So You think? No, you haven't.
1: (laughs) No, I haven't been there. I was saying it very oddly. I'm sorry. (laughs) I was thinking about where it is on the map. (laughs) But no, I have not been there. I don't really even know what to expect. But it'll be
2: October. It'll be like really cold. Um, Perfect. Yeah, I mean.
1: Super cold or just like kind of cold?
2: Could be. Could go either way. Right. But Sweden is excited to have you, I'm sure. <laughs> so tell you're in Portland. How did you end up in Portland? Because you're not originally from there, are you? No, I uh
1: I grew up in Idaho actually and I moved away from Idaho, which is a one state over, just like yeah. I lived six and a half hours away from where I live now. And it's just like small town and wanted to get away from the place I grew up sort of thing. Okay. And Portland is uh such a wonderful city. I just I fell in love with it the first time I came here. It's one of those places that you come and you immediately feel like you're home because everyone's so welcoming and it's all such a like community-based type place. So cool.
2: cool.
1: I yeah, just knew that I I loved it and wanted to move here. And also it's super beautiful. Like it's really green. There's waterfalls and the beach isn't too far away and yeah, the scenery helps a lot
2: and are the mountains there as well cuz you have a lot of mountains in your work or is that correct Yeah fine? um there there are mountains here yeah there's a lot of mountains it's like very like
1: mountainous hilly forests it's kind of a lot of different landscapes within a couple hours
2: cool and how often do you go back home Uh you know
1: not very often because my family has all moved away my sister actually lives in Germany And, um, my parents live up in Seattle, so I go up there a lot and my brother still lives in Idaho, but, um, I, I guess I went back to see
2: him like once this year. Okay. (laughs) Still pretty close. So when, how old are you and like, what did your childhood look like?
1: I'm 29 years old. I'm turning 30 this year. I I really don't know how I feel about that. I guess like thirties are, are like a good time of your life I hear. I don't yeah, know. Definitely. Anyway, but yeah, my childhood, I feel like was pretty normal. I,
2: I don't know, like specifically any yeah, questions Yeah, I mean, i like, what, like, what happened, like, what happened from the time you were born? Like, oh my go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was born
1: on a naval base outside of Seattle. Oh, wow. And then, um, it's, it's a place called Whidbey Island. It's like a really, really, beautiful area and um, moved around a little bit. We moved to Michigan, lived in Wisconsin until I was eight. And then we ended up in Idaho and lived there until like from when I was eight until I moved to Portland, basically. But I guess like in between that, um, when I was younger, I, man, when I was younger, I was such a a weirdo and I really wanted to be an actress. And, I did like community theater, and um, my parents are crazy, and they like moved me down to California a couple, couple years in a row for a couple months at a time, so that I could like I don't know how to explain it. It's called pilot season, where you go out and audition for a bunch
2: of things. And okay, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen a documentary about that actually. Yeah, like so,
1: all, a lot of child
2: <laughs> actors too, right?
1: Yep. Yeah, I was eleven when I when I did that.
2: Oh my god. Okay. So were you? You were you like um, uh, what? What do they call like um, those uh, beauty little beauty queens in tiaras? No, no. no.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was. Yes. (laughs) Uh, No, 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 no. It's it's different than that. I think. No. Okay. So you. No. It's not like it's it's not like like a beauty pageants at all. It's like going. It's trying to be an actor, and I was like in acting classes and. Um, and I would go to auditions every day and like uh, do read lines and be in front of the camera and that sort
2: of thing. Oh my God. Okay. So uh, you like <laughs> discovered yourself pretty early on that you were into theater or not theater. But yeah. Acting.
1: Yeah. I mean, I started out in theater and then it like developed and I was like, oh, I want to be an actress. And I was, I was very passionate about it when I was younger and I think it, it would have been a cool thing to do, but it just, it kind of. Never took off for me, so I left that. And I always have this like kind of weird thought that it would be fun to to join a theater here and go like be on a stage and, and act, but um, it doesn't really work out with shooting weddings because a lot of theater is done during mm-hmm. it, and you have to like practice every single day. A lot of theater is done on Saturdays and, and yeah, all that,
2: yeah, but that's, yeah that's, that, they don't, <laughs> do <that for> <laughs> but. But it's like the thought I've had, like, oh, that would be fun someday to do that again. That could be your plan B in case, like, your <laughs> yeah. camera breaks or something. I don't know how much theater actors make. <laughs> like, that's a backup plan, sure. That's the backup plan. But that's so cool that your parents were, instead of being like, oh, no, Sarah, don't do that. There's That's a very hard business. Like,
1: yeah, they were your- always very... I don't know, very, uh, supportive. I like crazy supportive of whatever I wanted to do. So Even I, I feel really lucky for that.
2: Yeah. That's wow. That's really cool. Were you in any shows? I mean, did you,
1: um, no, I wasn't, I didn't get any like big roles. I was in like a couple small commercials that were more regional things. I was, it's so embarrassing. Cause like <laughs> I was in this commercial for, <laughs> Eckridge Sausage. It's like a sausage company. Okay. Like, I don't know. It's but it was that was like the the biggest thing that I did when I was eleven. So and what did you do? What did you? Have I, sat, I sat at a table and with a family, and I said, "Can I have seconds?" Uh, when did that <laughs> air? It, oh man. I mean, I'm 29 now. I was 11 then. So 18 years you know, ago. That long ago.
2: <laughs> Oh, my God. I feel like I remember that. I lived in the States then. I've probably seen it. Really? Yeah.
1: Definitely. It was something
2: that aired in, like, the Midwest. Where yes. in the States did you live? In Chicago. Oh, shit. It's, <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm not fancy. saying this to be, like, funny. It's, like, seriously, I that, like, rings a bell.
1: Really? I wonder I've if never met YouTube. anyone who's seen it. Because it, it definitely aired in the Midwest, like, probably in Chicago. Um, but... Yeah, it's, it's like the premise of the whole commercial was like, I was this angsty 11 year old sitting at a table and this football team ran through this young football team ran through the, the living room as we were eating dinner and no one noticed because we were all enjoying our dinner sausage so much. And then one of the, the little boys comes up to me and I say, I don't know, like I shoo him off or whatever. And then in the end, I say, can I have seconds? I don't know.
2: And they're like, she talked. She's a part of the family. We <laughs> won her over. Oh, my exactly. God. Exactly. That's so funny. Well, I can imagine. I mean, you're beautiful. Absolutely beautiful now. I can oh, imagine you were just... like a gorgeous, cute girl, too. I mean, when you were that age, you must have been like...
1: Oh, man. When I was 11, I was super awkward. So I don't know how they ever let me on TV. <laughs> I doubt that. It
2: does not look like you really was thing. it.
1: You know, I I went through like the... I was super. I'm I'm pretty tall, so I was always taller than like everyone in in middle school. And so, like, I was just this gangly thing. And I had like I, I decided to get clear braces, which was the worst idea. <laughs> so my mouth was just looked like I had really messed up teeth and. <laughs> stringy hair I don't know it's I could complain about it but whatever everyone goes through a weird time when they're 11
2: well thank god <laughs> you have the braces because your teeth are super straight <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I had the braces long. with the uh, rubber bands mm-hmm. you, you remember those like yeah, neon they rubber bands much. that you like it's yeah, gross So I had
1: rubber bands. I had a thing on the top of my mouth. I think it was, I can't remember what it was called, but it was just like a palette expander. And so I had a list. You did? (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. I had a, yeah, so I had a list for for like a year.
2: (laughs) So that was really fun. Did you have a key where you cranked it, like to expand? Oh, no. That's a hertz. That's a different thing. Oh, okay. I think that's what I had, but... Mm-hmm. Enough about me and my braces.
1: <laughs> <laughs> braces, being eleven years old, super fun.
2: They probably strengthen character though, because it's not—it's a very unkind thing to have. I know, I know. So, okay, so you abandoned your acting career dreams, and what yes. happened then? You were like this creative uh, little eleven-year-old, or
1: <laughs> I was such a weirdo then. Like thinking back on the clothes that I wore, I was like always such a. No, an odd young young girl. But um but no, I I abandoned that and the people that I was like was my agency, I guess, were like, Oh, you should do modeling. That's what you should do now because you're growing up and you're fifteen now and that's what you need to do. And so I was like, Okay, sure, I guess. Yeah. And um so I had a very short stint doing that I lived in Italy for a few months like doing the whole again the same sort of thing but for modeling which is like a completely different beast apparently and it's basic it, it was it was like a one of those moments in my life that like changed me as a person and I was 17 and I turned 18 there and I was like in Italy by myself and I was an idiot and and then I think I grew up a lot there though and in what Um, way were you an idiot I just I I just was silly I don't know the way a 17 year old is silly you care about silly things and and I didn't really know the ways of the world and I like went to Italy by myself and and I, this was before you had phones, so I had to use, like, maps to get around. I had castings that I had to go to, and, like, I would be walking down the street by myself with, like, this map, and I'm, I did a really stupid thing. I, like, this guy pulled up and was like, do you need help? Can I take you somewhere? And I was like yeah, I need to go here. And I got in his car and he took me somewhere. And I was like, wow, like thinking back, I'm like, holy crap. That was the the dumbest thing I could have done. I'm lucky that like he was just like a genuinely
2: nice guy, but. Oh my God. So you grew (laughs) up a lot on that trip or on that day. Yeah. Yeah. Were you not staying like with some other.
1: No, it was. I was living with other models, but it was like, um, it was, yeah. How do I explain this? It was, it was like not the greatest. I was, it was weird because it was like we were in an attic. <laughs> we like okay. lived in this, four of us lived in an attic together. Okay, It was odd, but um, and then what, it wasn't traditional model housing for sure.
2: And so you went around and like, what were the castings like? I mean, were they kind of creepy or were they like legit?
1: No, no, they were, they were completely legit. It's just like you walk, you go to a casting and you have a book and you show them your portfolio and they make you walk back and forth sometimes or try on clothing. And um, most of the stuff that I did was like showroom and really small, like editorial stuff. But showroom is where like there's there's designers and they're trying to sell their clothing to different companies and they bring them in. So they just have a model like change and stand there.
2: Okay. okay. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think that, do you think that like your experience with modeling has helped you? I mean, you must get this question all the time, but like as a photographer to understand the awkwardness of being in front of the camera?
1: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It it definitely influenced me a lot. um, Especially in the beginning, just like knowing like being in front of the camera is, is weird and and thinking about uh, flattering faces and and that sort of thing. But it, it, it was one of those things that I didn't really enjoy being in front of the camera that much. So Mostly because when I when I got the pictures back or when I saw photos of myself, I I was always disappointed in the way that they looked and and I didn't I felt like I didn't have enough control and I think that's really what led me into wanting to be a photographer, like being able to take control of of the photos and and make something that I had envisioned. Okay, cool. Yeah, but that's that's one of those things that's like. I didn't realize it at the time, but
2: you look back and you're like, "Wow, that really led me on that path, huh?" You're like connecting the dots after the fact. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> that's awesome. So you come back from Italy. Where in Italy were you? I was in so, Milan. In Milan, okay. You come back, and of course, like you said, you're there without a phone. Your parents, mm-hmm. like, are like, "All right, bye. See you in a couple months." Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then you come back, and you're like, "Okay, no more modeling." Or what? What? What did you? It know? was.
1: It was just like. I don't know, I think I came back with a sense, well, that didn't really work out. Like and that's not really where I'm supposed to be. Um I learned a lot about myself and I feel like I grew up a lot and um but I just from there I went back into like normal normal life. I I went to college and I went to college for um I uh, yeah, I got a business degree, so kinda like Nordica guys. <laughs>
2: like I, I went yeah. to
1: for marketing. And, oh my god um, so did
2: I I did the same you thing. You did?
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay that's so funny. I feel like there's a lot of lot of photographers who who that happened. Like I originally when I went to school I wanted to, to be in advertising because I was like for,
2: for some reason it felt like an as familiar field to me. So so you yeah. wanted to do that as well? Yeah, it was like advertising but then the smart thing w- was to do business like marketing because that was mm-hmm. more it was easier to get a job, you know, which yeah, all exactly. just Idea. Yeah.
1: So, so I went, I went to school for advertising. I, um, marketing really, but I took like all the advertising classes I could. And then, um, all of my electives were art classes. So it's one of the, another one of those things, like looking back, like, Oh, all of my electives were art classes and <laughs> photography classes, but I didn't major in it. But like, clearly there was something there.
2: Did you feel like, um, that's not, a profession so I have to go like a safe route and then like have this as a hobby the uh
1: yeah for, I, I just saw it kind of as a an outlet for creativity um I I didn't even really know wedding photography was a job if you had told me that in high school that I would be a wedding photographer I'd be like what what is that like <laughs> is that a real thing like people do that yeah I, I wouldn't have known um that's funny yeah so I I got a job out out of college um and it was man i it was like data entry it was like it's not it was not advertising it was like a different part of marketing like marketing research where you're compiling numbers and you're doing a lot of analysis and you're in excel all day and then you're making powerpoints and it was just like i felt myself falling away does that make sense like i was i felt like i was kind of losing any sort of creativity that I had because I was going to this job that was just like sucking my soul out. Yes, I am. and um, <laughs> Yeah. So I, I was like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> I need something to just to help me. I need to, I need to do something else just to, so that I can feel creative outside of this. And so I was like photography. I always loved that. I loved like, I loved setting up shoots and just, you know, playing around and taking photos of anything. So I, i I bought a seventy and decided to like pick it back up again and just shoot around for fun and didn't really think anything would come of
2: it but but then it did then and, it did yeah. in what way
1: um I just started doing as many shoots as I could just with friends, anyone who would let me take their photo, I would shoot around town I would shoot at like local businesses, just shooting taking photos of anything just because I needed something that was different. And so I'd post them online, and people would see that, oh, you're taking photos. That's so That's so interesting. I'm getting married. And, you know, it was one of those, like, very natural progressions. I, I had a friend that asked me to shoot her wedding, and I was like, okay, that sounds like a fun challenge. And I spent, like, three months just, like, researching how to shoot a wedding, basically, <laughs> and then oh uh, following all the photographers that I – really looked up to and and then I did it and it was fun and it just kind of you know snowballed
2: from there. Oh my God. that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's, and how many years ago was that your first wedding?
1: Um that was my first wedding was in
2: two thousand and eleven, so five years ago. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? That's you done <laughs> this good in five years. I uh, yeah, no, Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. um, your work is beautiful. Oh my God. Oh, That's you. really impressive. Incredible. And you're 29. So you're like, oh, uh, young, talented. That's, are you like in a good place right now? Yeah. Overall. Yeah. I think I'm in a really good place right now. It seems like it. I mean, I don't know you, but
0: it seems (laughs) like I know you.
2: So tell me about who's Phil? Phil is my boyfriend. Phil has a microphone earlier. Yeah.
1: Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Phil is my boyfriend. We live together, and he's also a photographer. You may have seen
2: his work, Phil Chester. Um, Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all my friends are photographers.
2: You're just keeping the group very <laughs> Yeah. Tight. All yeah, I feel like everyone I know is a photographer or some sort of artist. Oh that's interesting. So so this may be a bit of an awkward question, but when I was going through your website, um it was Sarah and Dylan.
1: Okay. Yeah, so that is that's my old website. Yeah.
2: Oh. Okay, I'm so sorry. That
1: is, that is, no, that's okay. So that's a website with my ex. Um, okay. And that's uh, obviously this was going to come up, so that's okay. Um, but yeah, so Dylan and I uh, were married, and we shot weddings together. And now we separated, like, December 2014 is when we separated, and... It was one of those things we just didn't tell anyone for a really long time and just tried to, like, make it, like, a natural separation. But we're still good friends and we hang out and, yeah, I don't know. Really? Okay. (laughs) That
2: sounds like, like that's not even possible. But, I mean, yeah. Well,
1: we had to shoot weddings together for a full year, like, while we were separated. So I think we got to
2: figure a lot of things out together. So you guys shot everything as a team. Yeah. Yeah. We were like one of those husband wife teams <laughs> and you like had the whole year booked and all of a sudden uh-huh. you're like, okay, this is not working. our marriage- Yeah. Yeah. It
1: was just, it, it's just the way that people naturally separate, I guess. It wasn't any big thing. It was just like, we'd been together for a long time and things weren't working out, but our name, our business name was still and Sarah. So we had to like continue it for the year as we slowly changed our business names. But
2: okay.
1: wow! But we were pretty determined to make sure that we remained friends, and we're pretty—we're really supportive of each other still. So, so it
2: was <clears throat> sounds like it was you know, like a mutual. Break. Yeah,
1: it was—it was definitely a mutual breakup. I mean,
2: even even in those, though they're they're hard yeah. because you spend so much time with a person. But so you guys must—I mean. I'm not trying to be like Barbara Walters here, but like you're. <laughs> okay. But you're like everything. You're working together, living together. Do you think that made it? That obviously made the break harder. But do you think that was the reason that you?
1: You know, I that? I could say that it was because of of our business, but it, it, there were there were a lot of other things.
2: You know, just in general issues, but
1: just like any normal relationship
2: has, of course, yeah. So that's. For, that's like two years ago now or a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you shoot with Phil as well or?
1: No, no. See, that's my, <laughs> I, I'm determined to have my own. Sorry, business. I didn't mean for that to sound like. <laughs> um, we will second shoot for each other every once in a while, but. Okay. We, we both have our own separate thing going on.
2: <laughs> and he also does weddings though. So yeah, are you, like, competing for, do you ever get like, Hey, I got that request too. Or oh I my got gosh. That? All the time, like mm-hmm. every week,
1: constantly. <laughs> but it's it's nice because um, we refer to each other all the time. Okay. So it's just like any other friend that you have that is a wedding photographer that you refer weddings to.
2: Yeah. Okay. And um, if if one who usually gets the the if they refer, if they like email both of you who usually gets the job.
1: Man, <laughs> well, it, it like goes back and forth so much. But Phil is such a personality. I feel
2: like people really connect with him.
1: So I feel like if they meet with him, they're definitely going to book. They're going to book yeah.
2: And are you bringing Phil to Stockholm for the way up north?
1: Um, I'm trying to convince him to come, but yeah, you should. I'm not sure if he's going to. Yeah, <laughs> he a, he's he's a busy photographer, so he shoots a lot, and he might not be able to.
2: Okay, all right. Well, we'll see. That's super. <laughs> so, um, um, one thing that. I understood from when I was like researching a little bit was that you're like a huge Google plus. Oh, personality? is that what is that? And what? Um,
1: Yeah, so I weirdly have like, I just checked the other day. because I don't I don't use it very often. I have like 1.7 million followers on Google plus,
2: which is insane. That is insane.
1: I don't. Uh, very early on in Google Plus's history, which is a very short history, as you know, uh, I was added to like a perf- when when people signed up for Google Plus, I was added to this list of people you should follow. Oh, okay. Um, it's because I had a I, I had a photographer friend who was like in the development of putting together Google Plus, and he like added me to this list, and I and I somehow gained like this really huge following on it. But Google Plus is such an odd place. I
2: don't, I don't can like using Google. Can it you even explain what what it is? I mean, like, I I'm embarrassed to say I <laughs> I'm not. I think I'm. I think I have like a an account, but I don't even know what it is.
1: Right. It's just a it's just a social media platform. It was meant to be. I don't think it's. I, I don't really know what it is anymore, to be honest. But it's is meant to be similar to like a Facebook.
2: Okay. So you post things and like yeah, you post things
1: and you comment and.
2: And, and you're huge on it what you're hu- if you have that many followers you could basically like rule the world sounds like I mean like, you, <laughs> I, I do if you write that is on there my <laughs> plan that is my goal to rule the world one of these days with google plus world domination <laughs> I, no, but... I think
1: it's one of those things that's like a dying platform though okay like I don't think many people really use
2: it Huh. Well, that's kind of cool. You, it, if you do have a voice to that many people, though, I wonder.
1: I know. I had these friends that were in town this week, and they're like, You have that many followers on Google Plus. Please just post my brand so that they like, so that someone comes to my website. And I was like, Oh, I hadn't even thought about doing that. They're like, Why aren't you posting your Instagram on there every day so that people come and follow you on Instagram? And it hadn't really even occurred to me. That's. That's me, like a great marketer over here. Not I was
2: even just gonna say that, that business way. degree is like. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. would you say that that I mean is that you, in a nutshell, more definitely more the artist than the businesswoman?
1: Yeah, it's it's certainly changed into that. I I think so.
2: Do you use <laughs> your business knowledge and your marketing degree today? I I think.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, running a business, business, I think it's hard not to, I I think, I I think a little more strategically when I, when I'm planning things or doing things with my business, I, I'm, I like think two steps ahead or something like
2: that. Yes. Okay. And do you do that for real? I mean, like you sit and plan your business and.
1: Oh, I mean, not. I don't like write down a business plan or anything like that because that was a part of college that I really hated doing. But, um, no, I mean, I just, I think about it. I think about the effects of, of what I'm posting or, or events that I'm speaking at and like how that's going to benefit me in the future. And like the, you know, that sort of stuff. I guess I just analyze it more than anything.
2: Yeah. No, that makes sense. But, how much do you? How much time do you spend? I'm just curious. Like, with everything that's going on, you do you shoot like every weekend, and then, yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm shooting mo- pretty much most weekends during the summer. uh During the winter, I don't shoot that often because, in I mean, it's like pretty sporadic. It's like maybe one or two a month weddings, and then like random sessions, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, during I feel like during the the winter and the springtime, it's like what is it like conference season?
2: <laughs> Just like traveling
1: around to different
2: conferences, and you you so, do you do a lot of speaking at conferences. I have been yeah. recently, yeah. And what kind of things do they want you to talk about?
1: Uh, I, I mean, kind of all over the place. I, I I have been talking about a lot about curation and curating how you show yourself to the world that sort of thing whether it be um <clears throat> your portfolio or the things
2: you say online yeah okay yeah. And are you very active online through like social media
1: uh i do try and post photos quite a bit but i'm not i i don't think i've ever been very good at being an online personality like showing who i am online so i'm i'm very much more like, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think I just do better in person. So I've never really tried very hard to put myself out there online.
2: Because mm-hmm. you seem like, to me, like a bit mysterious, kind of like. Um... Yeah, I
1: know. I, I think a lot of people say that. <laughs> Maybe that's part of my, like, my thing. I'm yeah. I'm mysterious artist.
2: No. That's, <laughs> no, but I mean.
1: I just prefer, I prefer not to, to focus on not I, I like being present you know what I mean like in what I'm doing and where I am and if I'm with friends I don't want to be just constantly on my phone updating statuses and right I think the one thing I do is sometimes I uh, pers- for personal stuff is sometimes I'll do snapchat but it's just it's so random and it's not for any other reason other than just for fun so that my friends can see what I'm doing
2: so Snapchat is used privately and make little films and stuff on there. Yeah. Yeah. Do you use Snapchat? I, well, I, actually, it's funny because Cole and Jakob or Jakob has been telling me I need to Snapchat. <laughs> I'm just – I feel like I don't have time to learn another <laughs> – so, but I, I know I'm like a total dinosaur when it comes to – No, but,
1: but I think my, uh, Instagram is so curated. It's basically just a portfolio – yeah. And Facebook has kind of turned into the same sort of thing. Yeah. I try, I don't know. I it, for me they they seem very similar, but Snapchat is like this completely unfiltered world that you can make. Some people use it very filtered way, but I I don't know. I think it's way more fun to have a non curated um
2: thing to do, especially if you're because your Instagram account is like is like I mean artwork. It's not. There's nothing. <clears throat> like haphazard about it. I mean, it's
1: I know. Yeah, I don't I don't post any really any personal stuff on there. I think I might start doing it this year just like adding a little bit in, but yeah. Um it's really just been like a portfolio basically, a rolling portfolio. But uh Snapchat's super fun. I go out at night and um I recently have been doing this thing at kitty hour which is an hour before sunset and all the cats are out in the neighborhood. Oh and <laughs> it's such a stupid thing. <laughs> I'm a cat person and I love cats and I don't have any right now. Uh-huh. And we're looking, we're trying to like adopt a cat and find like the perfect one. But so in the meantime, we go out and we walk around and find as many cats as we can at, at night. And, and the other night I found
2: 13. That is our record. And you'd like take photos of them with your phone or what? No, I, I Snapchat them, <laughs> which means what? Filming it. Yeah, filming it. Anyway, <laughs> hey, it's it's just silly. <laughs> and so, that if you're called like crazy cat lady, that's why.
1: Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'll be a crazy cat lady.
2: <laughs> that's awesome. Not mad about that. Oh, uh, I'll have to check that account out for sure. <laughs> um, I noticed just now when you lifted your hand, cause, um, yeah, we're, we're Skyping. I think people yes. can see we we each other. We are
1: staring into each other's eyes so deeply. Which is
2: so, <laughs> so awesome. That you have a tattoo on your left arm. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, uh, it's very hard to show you on this. I'm just yes. realizing. Oh, wow. That's gorgeous. Tell what, what, tell me about it.
1: Um, it is a hand holding flowers um I originally just wanted to get some floral stuff on my arm but I found an artist who in here in Portland who I really really loved her work and she kind of specialized in in hands and I thought it was so beautiful um it doesn't really have like a, a huge meaning other than I really enjoyed her artwork
2: okay okay <laughs> yeah. that's I mean interesting because it's a, it's a big tattoo so yeah what was that like to go there and just be like here you go. Like, is it scary? Um,
1: I don't have you ever gotten a tattoo?
2: No, I haven't. Oh,
1: um, I don't know. I, it was fine. It
2: was fun, I guess. Do you have other tattoos than that one?
1: Yeah, I have one right here on the back of my arm. Oh, it's nice. just an anchor. I share it with my brother and sister. And then I, I'll show you since everyone can't see. I have a, <laughs> really? a feather right here on my side. That's beautiful, too. Um, I don't, I I just wanted, I really wanted something on my arm for a long time. It's really cool.
2: Yeah. Thank you. It's beautiful.
1: And it's such a normal thing in Portland. Everyone has like so many tattoos. So I forget that like not everyone does.
2: Well, I mean, Um, everyone does here too. I think I'm like the last person to get a tattoo either that. But, um, so it's totally normal. You'll fit right in here for sure. Um, what else do you do like to get inspiration and creative stuff? I mean, you seem like a super creative soul.
1: Oh, thank you. That's sweet. Um I so I decided recently that I was going to take up something other than photography as a hobby because photography is not a hobby anymore. It's my job and I, while I love it, it's not like it it doesn't bring the same same sort of like I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Um, you know how when you're first starting taking photos, like you're so excited yeah. at like every photo you take, you're like so stoked on, and you're like, oh my gosh, I got something in focus, and then you're like, wow, I'm starting to, under, I'm starting to understand light now, and and it's really just exciting. You want to do it like all the time, um, but like now I feel like I'm past like all those those big learning hurdles, and so I'm still learning, but it's it's more of like a i'm learning with with my clients and interacting with people and like truly understanding human emotion that sort of stuff now but as far as a craft i've been wanting to do something else so i just took up pottery and that's been super fun uh working on a on a wheel wheel throwing and it's like it's a similar feeling it's like i am just trying to make anything work right now and and it's learning, and I, it's so much fun. It reminds me of when I
2: first started taking photos, because you're like so, making something out of uh, nothing, nothing.
1: Yeah, you're making something out of clay, and it's just really—it's so fun to learn a new craft.
2: Yeah, and, oh,
1: and it's very like it. exciting, and and especially if you're doing it just for fun and just for it, just for pleasure, and it's like so therapeutic because it's just you're. You have this clay in your hands and it starts out as this just ball of nothing and then it turns into a bowl or a cup and yeah. I don't know. It's really nice to make something with your own hands. So it I've been doing like,
2: that. It, it seems <laughs> like it would be also, That's, I mean, speaking of like being present, like you kind of, <laughs> you can't really think about anything else because then yeah. you're just like, uh, it'll just spin off the wheel and <laughs>
1: oh my gosh it's like meditation for me right now I, I love it i'm like i i go to the studio as much as i can i'm like and i'm just in there just like playing with the clay and it's so therapeutic
2: oh my god your whole face will just got like just like when you did that
1: relaxed. At it. <laughs> oh my god yeah so that's, uh, that's my new thing right now um but I other things like I, I don't know I hang out with my friends a lot and we talk about life and existence and what is consciousness and all those fun big topics that there's no answer for.
2: Well that's interesting. I mean and <laughs> what do you what do you think is consciousness? Oh, I have no idea. It's <laughs> who I knows mean that's a, it it's, it's impressive to have I mean to discuss those things. I mean impressive is the wrong word, but like it's heavy stuff.
1: It is. It's super heavy stuff, but it's so interesting and it expands your mind and it expands your thought. And, um, we, we sit around and we just, I don't know, we just like talk about it and we're like, well, what is that? What is sleep? And why do you go to sleep at night? And where does your consciousness go when you're sleeping? And like all the mysteries of the world, I think are just so interesting. And I wonder about them a lot. And I think it's like, during especially during the off season i have so much time to just kind of sit around and think about life and think about what is the point of everything and yeah. and same with all my friends cuz they're all photographers and most of them are wedding photographers and um do you know you know Ryan Meerhead he's yeah. We up north um he's one of our good friends and he comes over and we you now we talk about the same sort of stuff all the time so
2: what do you what do you i mean i know this is just, just what would you say to, what is the meaning of life? I mean, I know it's like everyone's wondering, but. Oh my gosh. Right now.
1: The, the meaning of life, the meaning of existence. This is so heavy.
2: I know. <laughs> <so> heavy for <laughs> for a like podcast.
1: a simpleton
2: podcast.
1: Um, I just, I don't know. Like just to have experiences, human experiences and like to feel something, yeah. I guess. Right. For me, that's what it is.
2: I think that's awesome. I mean, I agree. I think that's yeah. what it is too. But it's, I mean, it's the kind of stuff you don't really, I don't really talk to that many people about. But it's interesting to hear. I mean, I um, I used to follow NASA on Instagram. And mm-hmm. um, I had to stop because every time I saw these photos of like, us just dangling in space it was like you know obviously photos of planets and earth i I would like get this like kind of weird feeling like oh my god we're dangling in space (laughs) like what's going on it's it's like really weird feeling (laughs) i can i can understand that feeling of like what what is this what what are we doing here Mm -hmm. do you think that you'll You'll be doing photography forever, or do you think that photography right now is, is like? I mean, since you are such a creative person, like, do you think this is your medium right now and it'll change? Or, um,
1: I really don't know. I like, I couldn't have predicted my path if I had tried. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not, I, I couldn't have told you this is what I was going to do back before I did it, so I just don't know. I feel like. It's something I'll do forever right now, but that's because I'm so in it.
2: And do you feel like looking at your photos, it's like, okay, you've definitely mastered light and like locations and getting the bride and groom to be very relaxed. I and mean, what are the kinds of things that you like think are the hardest about what you do?
1: Um Well, I don't know that I've mastered any of those, but I I think definitely working with different people every week is, is a challenge because everyone has a different relationship and they're going through different things. And, and love isn't just one thing. It's not just happiness. You know, it's, it's a bond between two people that is, it can be like very light and happy, but it can also be like really deep and, and soulful, I guess. So people, have different relationships and some of them are really goofy and some of them are um, very lovey and, and just trying to capture whatever their essence is, is my whole goal right now,
2: I guess. How do you do that? Do you, <clears throat> do you meet oh. them and then like your like brain is going like, tick, tick, tick. what, what are the signs? Well
0: I
1: think it's funny because Phil and I have been talking a lot about this, that because our job is basically just being around couples all the time, you know, and on, on wedding days and on, and when they're doing engagements, uh, you start to like analyze relationships a lot. Like I analyze basically everyone's relationship now, whether I'm trying to or not, and just trying to determine like what it is about them that connects. And, um, and it's just reading a couple, just reading a, just trying to read a person and, and like Get into a groove with them, I guess. Trying to relate with them on whatever level you can.
2: Do you ever feel like this couple's never going to last when you shoot their wedding?
1: <laughs> I try not to, and I try to, <laughs> but yes, but it's more like it's it's really hard because wedding days are so stressful for some people, and and especially like a Type A personality where they have they want so much control over it, and you don't know if that's really how they are. If it's just because the situation they're in, yeah. So I, I'm hopeful for everyone, but I, I mean, I've been through a divorce, so I know that it's not always,
2: yeah stuff can always work out. Stuff can happen, definitely. <laughs> I just know sometimes when you said analyzing relationships, I feel like <clears throat> in the weddings that I've shot, it's like, there's some where you just, you can tell in the, the way that they speak to each other, even on their wedding day, which is still that you're like, this and yeah
1: you're like you're like oh guys please just like realize why you're doing this you know
2: like appreciate (laughs) where you are right now i mean yeah
1: some people just aren't like that though no realize that some people's relationships aren't like super crazy deep passionate with each other and
2: that's okay that's okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) so would you guys like sit around and uh, and analyze the relationships around you,
1: yes, like I, our friends
2: <laughs> and family. Like, I don't know. It's not not on purpose. It just happens. So, how would you analyze, for instance, like your? Because you said your parents are still together. I think.
1: Uh-huh.
2: How would you analyze their relationship?
1: Oh my gosh, they're gonna listen to this.
2: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> they're so sweet with each other. My dad is like a, a huge like goofball. He's like people are really afraid of him because he's from Jersey and he has a very stern personality, but he's, he's really funny. And my mom's so sweet and bubbly and, and they're, they're just funny together. <laughs> I, I don't know. They love each other.
2: They're a good
1: I like duo. it. I'm, I'm lucky. They're, they're really good parents.
2: What, what, per, what parts of your dad and what parts, parts of your mom have you like inherited?
1: That's, oh man, that's, it's so funny. Inheritance is so weird because uh, the other day, I was I was hanging out with my dad, which I um, hadn't like gotten the chance just to hang out with him one on one in a really long time. And I noticed that he did this thing that I do a lot that I just didn't realize. Um, I inherited, I think, my analytical side from him because he's he's an engineer and he analyzes things and you know breaks them down and tries to make them work. And um, I noticed him like staring off into space. And like for a second and just like gone. And I do that a lot. And, um, Phil's always like, where are you at right now? Like, because I'm, I'm always just like standing or sitting there staring into space. And I'm thinking just not of anything really important. I'm just like analyzing situations and going through different, different way outcomes of things that could happen. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, but I noticed no, I my dad doing that. And I was like, do you do that a lot? And he's like, yeah, uh, Yeah, sometimes I I do it like during meetings. I'll just like put my hand out and and like make everyone stop for a second. And as he's like processing a bunch of things. Um, And I do that a lot. And that's really, really, uh, really odd. But I, I don't know. My mom, I think I inherited. Oh, she's so sweet and happy and bubbly. I hope I inherited some of that from her.
2: Well, definitely. I mean, you're super bubbly and sweet and happy.
1: Oh, thank you. (laughs) It could be like me just trying to be that for you right now on Skype, though, because I really am trying to like have a lot of energy. (laughs) But I think I heard a little bit of that from
2: her. As soon as I turn off the recorder, you're going to be like, you bastard.
1: (laughs) I'm just going to lay flat on the ground. All of my energy has been spent.
2: (laughs) You're going to give me the finger and just be like, Later.
1: No, I actually I have a I have to shoot an elopement today, so um, um I'll be getting ready for that like right after this.
2: So what are you gonna have you tell me about that. What what happens? Do you go like scout or are you is it pretty relaxed to do elopements or do you take it?
1: Yeah. Houses? Um we we usually plan ahead of time like the places we're gonna go. So Portland's pretty easy. It's it's so pretty here and the parks have like giant trees that look like redwoods so you can just go in there and go to go to the courthouse and then go to like a giant redwood tree park and it's beautiful
2: and what do you do at the courthouse i mean like just to get an urban
1: oh no no no! i mean that's where they're getting married they're eloping at the courthouse oh it's
2: an elopement sorry i thought it was engagement no
1: oh no um it's an elopement so it wow so they're just getting married by themselves
2: and some, i mean i personally feel like some of those are more romantic than the most elaborate weddings. So what do you what Well are they they're like?
1: certainly more romantic than elaborate yeah. weddings, I think. <laughs> they're like they're like, screw everyone else, we love each other, let's go do something for us,
2: you know? I, for I think they're tax purposes, purposes. But <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> for tax purposes, exactly. <laughs>
2: there, there's nothing more romantic than taxes. <laughs> than tax benefits of being married. But um <laughs> so okay, so nobody does anyone know they're getting married, this couple?
1: I actually don't know. Um, I guess I'll ask them before. Generally, generally, um, yeah, it, it goes – I've had people not tell anyone and then surprise everyone with the photos. And then sometimes they'll bring like one or two people along. So it's not a true elopement, but right, whatever. It's like two people.
2: It's kind so of where, elopement. where are you taking them today?
1: Um, we're going to a place called Forest Park. And it's just a really, it's one of the biggest parks in Portland. And I guess in the, like within city limits, it's one of the biggest like city parks in the country, but it's, it's beautiful.
2: Just big trees and pretty stuff. I mean, cause nature is a huge part of your photos. Yeah. Do you like, do you start out with a few like safe shots and then like kind of see where it takes you or how do you normally work?
1: Yeah, um, man, it's I I feel like I get inspired by the places that I'm at and by the couple and like talking to them and reading them and uh, I don't really have like a a set routine. But but yes, I do. I think I do like safe shots at first just to like make sure I have something and then we kind of explore and just see where the day takes us.
2: Are you going to be shooting in like middle of the day kind of light or what kind of time? Oh, no,
1: it's super overcast right now. Okay.
2: Is that good or bad?
1: I don't know. It could be both. It could be either. I I shoot in, I feel like I shoot in all types of light all the time. So it, it depends. Um, But I guess in the forest, it's not as ideal to have an overcast day. But if I, I don't know, I really like shooting in overcast light.
2: It could uh, be super dramatic. Yeah, no, it's just, uh, I think, don't you think wedding photographers are probably the best? Or, you're versatile because you know, it's not like you're controlling the light by lugging a bunch of studio uh, lighting or anything. You have to like work yeah, with everything.
1: Yeah, we are the best, it right?
2: <laughs> no, but it's a I good school.
1: <laughs> I think it's really unfair that... Um, but you know other photographers or other artists don't consider it an art because it's like it's really challenging like you put a portrait studio photographer at a wedding and see what they can do yeah. you know it's you have to be a lot of different kinds of of people you have to be like kind of a planner and you have to be like a therapist sometimes or you you're talking everyone and like calming the room down and then you have to be able to read like read the room and different types of light and know how to handle any type of situation. So,
2: yeah, definitely. Well, I, I would definitely say you're a part of changing that idea that wedding photography is not art. I mean, your work is like, (laughs) not to sound like a total (laughs) groupie, but your work is just gorgeous. That's so sweet. Thank you so much. Do you like feel, I mean, I had a moment looking at one of your shots where I had, I got like goosebumps, like, oh, like, wow. Really? Do you feel like that when, when you know, you like just got the shot where everything's in, in like in line, the light and everything? Do you, what what does that feel like to you?
1: Um, yeah, I don't feel like I get many moments like that. I feel like I I get set up for things like really well sometimes. And I'm like, man, that's going to be really good. But I don't, I don't have like this overwhelming, like, Feeling that I'm like, oh, that's it, that's the one. I, I don't feel like I ever really know until I get back.
2: And then you look through it, and then when yeah, you see that I one think, shot, yeah. it's. Well,
1: because okay. I, I think when I'm shooting, like, I'm in such a different headspace okay. where, ah, man, I can't remember what it's called, but it's just like a a headspace where I'm. Like, I can't feel, like, I don't feel pain. I, like, you know, even if I fall, like, I don't feel any, like, physical anything. I'm just, like, so. Focused on what's going on in front of me. Wow. So I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm not really thinking about myself at all during
2: that time. But then, when you're going through the images, you're like looking, and then you you're like, "Oh my god, there it is." Yeah. I
1: I, I guess. I don't know. I don't really. I don't think I do that. No, you don't do like. But oh I my think god! When look I'm going at this. through the images, I'm like, "Oh, that one's really good." <laughs> I'm not. I don't get like. Oh my god. Guys, call everyone I know. <laughs>
2: uh, um That's what I would be doing if I got that shot <laughs> yeah. of that couple under the waterfall. I would be like, like looking around, like who, who can I? Oh man,
1: that, that I really do love that photo. I love, that was that was fun, but it was also like some of those scenarios are like they're really beautiful in the photo, but like so stressful when you're taking the photo because we are under a waterfall at like uh, 30 minutes after sunset in, I think, are you talking about the Iceland one?
2: Um, oh, sorry. I don't know where it was, but it's like, they're like looking out into the distance and they're under the waterfall. Yeah. And I,
1: I think so, and I, yeah, I think I know which what you're talking about, and but it was freezing, and they were so cold, and there was just water rushing and hitting everyone involved in the photo and and sometimes like you have to talk them into doing these things and and be like, okay, no, be very calm and nice. just like enjoy the waterfall and just look at it and and try and like try and coax them into like being like in a calm state instead of being like, Oh my God, I'm freezing. It's like 40 degrees outside.
2: So that's what you said to that couple, like be very calm and just, I don't don't
1: remember, but I mean, that's, that's the idea. Like trying to get them into, uh,
2: into a state where they're not thinking of, of um, how cold they are.
1: Yeah. How cold they are.
2: Yes, exactly. So, okay. Well, that's, that's interesting because from outside, you know, you don't have that story. You don't see right. like the, you know, yeah. so you just like, the idea. wow. I don't want you to
1: have that story from the outside. I want, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like my experience in it, but I want to like create some other sort of experience for you. Right. I want you to think it's like the most romantic, beautiful thing you've ever seen. And I want you to get goosebumps when you see it. So, well, but Rock- it's one of those things where it's, you visualize it and you know, it's going to be amazing. So you, you, you work at it until you, until you get the shot, I guess.
2: And you know that they will forget that they were cold because once they, I mean, to be the person in that shot must feel like, I mean, incredible.
1: I hope so. I, I don't know if they do forget that they're cold. Maybe, maybe <laughs> I I think they see it and they, they probably really like the photo and then they're like, man, remember how cold we were like under yeah. that waterfall that that's, I, I'm sure that's the kind of conversation that they have with each other. <laughs> Because their, their moment, they were there, too. They remember what it was like.
2: Yeah, but I mean... But I'm the, sure they
1: enjoy the photo.
2: I'm sure. I mean, you're capturing, like, amazing things for them. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, I, I'm super excited to hear... Um, I'm obviously going to Way Up North. Um, Yay! Super excited to hear what you're going to talk about. What what is, the, what is the topic of your, like, presentation?
1: Um, let's see. I, I sent it over to to Cole and Jakob the other day, it's Jakob, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, A couple weeks ago, I hate coming up with like taglines for, which is funny advertising, but I hate coming up with like descriptions (laughs) of, of, um, of talks because I haven't like written the whole, I really haven't written it yet. And it's, I, I don't like to write it before wedding season, because I know that I'm going to learn a lot this year, like as I'm shooting and, and this is really my first year being a photographer by myself in my own business. So, right. um, so I know I'm going to learn a lot this year and I have to kind of wait it out to see what I, what I come up with. Okay. <laughs> so I can't write it right now, but, um, <laughs> but it's basically, it's about uh, starting over and rebranding and, And then I'm going to do some, um, I'm going to incorporate that into, or I'm going to incorporate some portfolio reviews into it.
2: Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Well, that'll be awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Are you going to talk at all about the double exposure thing that you did?
1: Um, I don't think it would come up, but I, I'm, yeah, I
2: might, I, I'm not sure. The Devil's thing. yeah, that's a. Uh, Sorry, it's like a. By the way, but I, <laughs> yeah, um, like when when if you Google your name, it's like yeah. one of the first things that comes up, and yeah. I I didn't ask about it yet, but I mean, can you just like spend a couple minutes telling me what yeah, it is?
1: Absolutely. So that was a, a completely. Uh, it was a fun project. So it, what happened was the the 5 day Mark III came out, right? And that was three years ago, three or four years ago. I can't remember. Um, and it had this – it has so many functions in it. And it had this double exposure function. And I think I, we stumbled upon it on accident and – or maybe we saw it. I, I can't remember how we found out it had it. But I one day at a wedding, I was sitting with the bride and her dad and we were waiting – in like a kind of a weird area because the wedding was in a weird area and we had to wait for their, them to walk down the aisle. And we had like 30 minutes to kill hiding in this little woodsy area. And I was like, well, we're just sitting here for a really long time. So I pull up my camera. I was like, let me try this. I didn't really tell her what I was doing, but I just tried the the double exposure. I took a photo of her as a silhouette. And then I took a photo of the trees that we were around and I did it a couple times and, I like accidentally came up with something that was really that I thought was really cool and and I was kind of blown away by it. And I didn't really even fully know how to use the function yet. And when I got back home I edited it and I was like, "Wow, this is actually kind of cool. Um I want to like know a little bit more about this. So I researched more about how to how to do it and um and <laughs> Phil's home. <laughs> yeah, I'm still doing a podcast. Shh. He's singing. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Um, okay, so that's one of those things we can maybe cut out. I can't remember where I was.
2: <laughs> you were saying you got home, you researched the double exposure yes. thing, okay. and like, yes. Yeah
1: so I got home I researched the double exposure thing um, and I found out there's this like really interesting way that you can like live view the double exposure and, and be able to see what you're taking a photo of which is something that I thought was fantastic and I didn't know about when I was trying to do it and um, I didn't think most people really knew how to do it so we decided to make a video about it just showing it and it was like the first maybe like the first 10 double exposures I ever done were the ones that I posted on there Wow. And which is really funny. And, you know, no one asked me to do it. It was just one of those things like, yeah, people need to know this. So I put it out there and I I contacted F Stoppers um, blog and see, to see if they wanted to, to run with it. And they did. And then it just got picked up by so many different um, art blogs and photography blogs. And it kind of led me into doing some commission work for it. Okay. Um, which is cool. Like I have some, um, some double exposures in like hotels in New York, I guess. <laughs> but, wow. um, but yeah, it's, it, it was, it was a fun project. I don't do very many anymore. I'm, I'm considering like taking up a real, a, a, another project with it where it, I don't like I, I do it that has do something with it that has a little bit more meaning for me. Okay. But okay. I haven't really decided what that is yet. Cool. So, you, so but
2: do you do it on weddings now? Not always. No.
1: If people
2: uh, request it, that I will.
1: Or if I'm feeling like really inspired to do it for some reason, that I will.
2: Okay. But. Cool. Well, awesome. This was seriously so much fun.
1: Oh, good. It was really nice to get to know you.
2: It's so nice to get to know you. And like, um, like I said, I'm super excited about hopefully meeting you in person then at way up north.
1: Yeah. You're going to be there, right? Definitely. Okay,
2: good. I'll be there. I'll make sure that we connect. And, um, I think that, yeah, I think you're going to get a good response. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like who am I, but, um, <laughs> no, I you. just, your personality is so, you're so sweet. And, oh, well, thanks. Um, that means a lot. Yeah. It's, this is really fun. So have a great wedding season. Thank you. And um, I will see you in a few months in Stockholm. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Good luck at the uh, elopement. Thank you. I will try. I don't
1: know what I'm saying. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Have a good day.
2: Thanks, you too.